ourselves here at Casting the Feminist Witches. I feel like we've had a lot of experience um, from the time we became sexually active on the types of men that we've had sex with, um, you know, different types of dicks, different experiences, in just in totality, like we've experienced a lot of sex. And something that we came to realize is that sex changes or the things that you like change a lot with how much sex you have. The more you have sex, the more you get to know the things that you like, the things you don't like. One period of time you like this, another period you don't like that. You may say you didn't like something and then you like it and maybe and vice versa. So welcome back to episode we are not sure what episode. episode yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome back to season four of Casting the Feminist Witches. It is your girls, Anita and Samia. And today we are talking about our experience, like, what are we talking about again? Basically the stuff we've learned since our first time. Yes. So we wanted to share with you guys the things that we've learned since we started having sex in, uh, in the aim to show you guys that sex changes and yeah. you as a person change too, especially the more you start having sex. The things that, and you know what I came to realize? I came to realize if I was talking to the Samia of when I first started having sex, like when I quote unquote lost my virginity, me and her are very different people. Like we become extremely different people. We're not the same. And the things I thought, the thing I thought was a big dick then, I have seen even bigger now. What I thought was good head then, I've seen, I mean, I've experienced better. There's so many different things that I know now that I wish I could have told myself then. So we are your the voice to you as someone who has not experienced sex. To the or extent someone that, who's, oh yeah. yeah. Or when you're still in your journey. And our journey is still ongoing, by the way. Like, we're still in our journey. Like, so, we haven't even hit our 30s. And that's where I hear the sex gets really, Yeah, really me good. too. And I think your 30s is, oh. Sorry, not for free. <laughs> um, I think the older you get, because you're more self-aware, the better your sexual experiences are. So if you would, so just right off the top of your head, what do you think is the first thing that you have come to realize or learn in your sexual journey? I think I realized early on that I had very different phases, right? Like, the first time, I wanted to save myself for marriage. This was the year I was actually supposed to have <laughs> six. This year? Yeah. Damn. I always planned that the year I turned 28 is mm-hmm. the year I would definitely do that. Mm-hmm. But um, what did I learn? I, f- I feel like I've had three different sexual phases, right? Mm-hmm. So there's the first one where I won't get into why I had sex. But I start having sex, but it's mixed with a lot of, you know, like outside mm. stuff, right? Then that's really the boring part. Then there's the second part where I I had this like hunger and appetite for sex. And it's not necessarily sex, but the experience mm. of it, right? Like I literally entered my sexual liberation phase with like I have a fucking long list I need to get through. Right, so I'm like car sex, okay, done. Public sex, okay, done. Your parents find us fucking done, like stuff like that, right? So it's always like very. It was important to me that I have sex, like you know, and I was having orgasms, and it was amazing and in a healthy way, like it was really, really good, and I had such an amazing time. And then I got to this point. This is the stage I'm at, where I was done with the list. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I had experienced all types of sex that I needed to experience. And the thing with my sexual liberation phase is that 
I was fucking niggas that weren't necessarily the nicest to me. Yeah. Like in a, in a broad, you know, type of sense, like bare minimum type of shit. You're like, oh, no, it's so amazing. Mm. But then, like in a in a me standard, they were just pretty regular. Like they could have treated me better, right? But I wasn't asking for better. I don't even need to ask for better. We just genuinely have to be nice to each other. So anyway, I was fucking. I was just going for the sex, you know, where like. A man clowns you, but because, you know, the sex is so exciting and whatnot, and you go ahead and still fuck him, right? There was that phase. Now, the phase that I'm at, it's not really important to me that I experience every yeah sexual experience, right? Like, it's raining dick, but it's not every dick that's raining my way that I want. And yeah, it's not you're even not in a famine. You don't need to collect all the dick. Exactly. Yeah. Back then, mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, collecting dick like Infinity Stones. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> but now, it's like, it's very different. I'm in a phase of where I've learned. I, I'm in a phase where I've slowed down and I want very good sexual experiences. And not just in the let's have sex sense, but... I, I now have a very different new definition of what casual means to mm, me, mm-hmm. right? Casual, like back then, casual was just like up for some dick. Yes, let's have dick. And then next time I speak to him is two weeks later. And again, he's up for some dick. So weirdly now I've gone into this phase and I understand like there's someone I was seeing who was in this phase and I never got why he was in this phase, right? Like I want to have dinner. I want us to talk. We, we don't have to be in a relationship, even if it's purely sexual. Mm. I want there to be some form of respect. Yes, and, of course. You know, like, like I said, I've, I've done my whole, maybe I'll go back to that phase, but this phase that I'm at. Yeah, that's where you are. Yeah. I think me and Anita have very similar stages when it comes to sex. Yeah. Because for me now, when I had sex for the first time, I don't know what the hell is my problem with writing letters. So I bought this. Did not write. I didn't even write a letter. I wrote him a journal in a purple pen, in a purple book, because both our favorite color was purple. So I bought this really cute notebook, and I wrote for him. It was new. It's not even five pages like my previous one. There's numerous pages. This is why I journal now, because I should not be writing down my feelings. (laughs) I feel like when I write down my feelings, a death note. But I wrote him this, like I bought this like purple journal and I wrote in a purple pen about why I decided to have sex with him and because I loved him so much and I knew he was the one and I wanted to give him this thing that I thought was so special, uh, blah, blah, blah. And I meant it at that time, but I was very naive. I didn't know what, I thought that sex was this big act of love. And it can be, I mean, people who love each other have sex, but the older that I've become, the more I realize that sex is just something else. It's just an action that people do when they love each other or when they're very attracted to each other. So me thinking that I was giving up my virtue or, yeah, my, you know, like something so precious to someone that I thought we would lead into having a long relationship till now. You guys, I don't even remember what his face looks like. I dated him for three years. There were three very horrible years of my life. And because I had had sex with him at that time, And I didn't really know because I didn't have any guidance on what sex was at that time. I didn't have any adults to guide me. I thought that having sex with someone for the first time, the person you lose your virginity to is the one who you'll be with forever. Um, I'm out of that stage now completely. I now just know sex is an action. Um, It's just an act. Like, it's just something people do. You shouldn't really place. Yes, it's important. 
and if it's important to you and your partner into your relationship like that's also okay but for me i've just come to learn that it's an action and then my second phase so mostly in my in my first few years of having sex my sex was relationships only so my first two relationships um and at those times i thought those were, that was the best dick that i'd ever gotten in my life and i get, met the first guy i thought they don't even best. rate on your best list they don't they don't they don't They're not even in the top i won't say which top what because then now you guys will gauge how many people have fucked so um i at that time i thought that was really the best sex that i'd ever had and then when i left my second relationship after almost four years we i then now started doing the anita thing so I was just going out to clubs and see a guy I like we go we fuck I leave and it was just I was just like pop 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 catching bodies you know catching what does it say catch flights not feelings I was catching <laughs> dicks not feelings so I was just now going out and starting to but what I came to realize is that everyone I was having sex with at that time was not fulfilling my sexual needs you just go you fuck then you leave the next morning you laugh with your friends oh my god yeah one night stand but I was like I didn't come I didn't enjoy it sometimes I don't even remember if it was good or not not that I was you know intoxicated to the point that I can't remember but when you have sex when you're drunk a lot of the time you wake up in the morning you're like I can't really like it I can't remember if it was good or it was it because I was drunk I thought it was good then I met uh, then yeah so I caught some bodies I'm still catching them like you know I'm still in the phase of catching them But now what I've learned is to center myself when it comes to having sex. I don't want to have sex with people who are not interested in my pleasure and I also have to be the one who initiates and lets them know that my pleasure comes first. So even if I'm having sex with someone and it's casual, it can't be bad sex. I don't want to have bad sex anymore and I don't if I have sex with you once and it's bad, I'm not this baby is failing at being my it's okay it's literally okay oh, okay um if i have sex with you and it's bad and you don't center my pleasure then i'm sorry i will not have sex with you again um so i'm still in that phase not i don't really think that having a high body count anymore is important i don't think it's some i just want to have good sexual experiences i want to feel safe with the people that i have sexual experiences with and i want to leave those sexual experiences having come having feel feeling like or having felt like I wasn't used um and you're right like I want more than just that like I don't want someone to just take me to a nice hotel and have sex I want conversation I want for them I feel like we need to redefine what casual what sex. casual sex is because the men were running this game for the longest time because it was taboo for women to be having casual sex and then now women have come into it and they've assimilated themselves into the same casual sex game we're, that we're men were playing exactly way. we're fucking in a patriarchal way which means then again you might think that you're in a sexual liberated um phase but actually you're just giving them exactly what they want but thinking that you're doing it for yourself like honestly when you think about it there's no reason it's like what we're talking about even with the aftercare mm-hmm. stuff like let's give an example you have a sneaky link you go over to his place or when it's a one night stand like these people should treat you with basic decency yeah. right like it's you can't have me coming at your place at midnight and expect me to leave at 2 yeah there's no it's one who calls me now at yeah night, right and then on top of that if i'm making the effort to come all the way to your place you have to make sure i'm safe mm, home mm, right mm. like food feeds me take care of me yeah. i'm not saying and you know people will say it's more of like um 
you know, it's it's when we have this friend of ours, right? Always joke about how like his casual relationships never work because he's such a daddy. Yeah. Like he wants to take care of everyone. And now that I think about it, he actually that's does. How, that's, that's what, what he, he should, should do. do. Yeah, that's the bare like, minimum. That's take the bare care minimum. Of people. And you're right. Like we've just adopted this way of like, oh, the way men fuck is, are you up? We get up, we go, we fuck them, and then we leave. Like, yeah, sure, I leave, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't treat me with basic decency. Hi, how are you? Mm. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you in the right? Like, you know, I'd like to see you tonight. Is it okay? Yes. You? Yeah. Like, need now. What you would can't, you like? Exactly. To find do you want to? Come? Yes. Like, and I feel like they should even have. They should pay attention to the things that you say in passing, so that if he wants to call you over to come over to his place, and he knows you like apple juice. You should expect to find it there. Apple I juice. yeah, I do know. I no longer want to have sex in a patriarchal way, and I feel like the thing that will completely sexually liberate women is when we realize we have now joined this game, the same game men were playing as we've joined it. But at the end of the day, they're still getting what they want. They're still having sex with you, whether you think you're controlling the game by saying, "Yeah, booty call, yeah, it's what I wanted," but he still fucked you and still didn't treat you right. Exactly. So. Like- just because casual doesn't mean disrespect. Yeah. I think we really need to redefine that. So yeah. I was having sex for a long time in that way. And then I came to realize I don't want that anymore. And that's why I'm so happy that the one night stand I had with that guy. Yeah. He was such a sweet person. Like, like very caring. Even the next day, he didn't want me to leave because he's like, let me take you out for breakfast and I take you out for lunch. You know, like he made sure I was fine. And I think all one night stands after that should have that standard. Exactly. Like that's, that should be the standard of sex. Yeah. Because I'm thinking of, like, I had this really horrible, like, sneaky link. And when I think of the shit that he did, it really did piss me off. But then, I'll, I'll be very honest, I will leave it to the men I had things with the whole of last year. Mm-hmm. For me, they really, like, mm-hmm. they completely changed. They redefined what, they redefined, yeah. yeah. you know, like, what it completely meant. It was in how they treated me. Like, because I remember I was just telling I was like, I, I wanted experiences then, I'm done, but I want really beautiful experiences, yeah. even if it's in the most casual sense. And these men, for me, they set the standards. Yeah. You know, it's things where, you know, there are those things like where you can't even ask, like for me in my head now, if you're my sneaky link, right? It's because I don't want people knowing about our business like yeah. that. And personally, you're not important enough for my friends to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, and I don't. Think I'm important. There's some men somewhere rolling and vomiting after listening <laughs> to this. No, no, it's just the truth. It's just like, like my friends shouldn't know. Why am I talking about you? It's basically just sex, mm. but it's sex with respect. Right? Yes, yeah. So it's in how basically you're supposed to treat me with respect, and treating me with respect comes like it's not just oh I was polite and said please and thank you. It's in all the little details. Yeah. And I think also the same for me. I wouldn't say it's too... I think for me, a pivotal turning point in my life, in my sexual life, was in 2020. 20, when was it that I was seeing five-page letter and Mr. Wanda at the same time? Yeah, That's 2020. 2020. Those two are the ones who, re, who like reinvented or made me now think, hmm, I've not been having like sexually fulfilling experiences like those guys were very centered on making me come in two different ways one just like to fuck like you know what was the name of of Khaleesi's husband Drogo Drogo yeah and then the other one was a very romantic um lover so 
but they were very centered on my pleasure. And then I came to realize, I'm like, why the fuck have I been fucking people that don't even care about whether I come or not? Like, they're not interested. Are you okay? Are you this? Are you that? Given they were both trash, but in sex, they weren't. And then recently, the people that I've had sex with, they are doing even better than them. Like, one of them, we go, we have a shower together. He's like, oh, this is what I use for my hair. Um, like he washes my hair and stuff. Like it doesn't have to even be anything romantic because I personally don't think that I'm ready for a relationship right now just because of the lifestyle that I live. But does it mean that you're absolved from being a decent human being just because you're not in a relationship? Like men love to say that to us. They'll go, but I'm not. you're not my girlfriend. You're not this, you're not that. So then it means that you only treat girlfriends and wives with respect. Because I know that's not true because you're probably treating your girlfriend and your and your wife with disrespect if you can disrespect other women True. yeah respect respect is actually a really really big thing now you know what this is making me think of and i think okay you know, I, I genuinely think if we change if we literally change how we do it like casual sex it's how we're going to change with relationships right? yes yeah because men do the bare minimum mm. right so if we have this standard of where in casual sex they literally treat us like shit. Then in relationships, because they treat you with a little bit of decency, then suddenly like, oh, I've got feelings, mm. and that was so special and whatnot. No, it should be the bare minimum. Yeah. It's literally the, the bare, bare minimum. minimum. Mm. Actually, that's that's quite true because if you accept such shitty behavior from your casual relationships, then it'll take nothing for a man to get his hand across your like whatever around your neck by just doing something as simple as asking, have you eaten? You'll be so used to bad treatment that you won't even care. Any, I mean, that it'll be so easy for somebody to come and just give you a sip of water and you'll think, wow, this man really loves me. He cares about me. No, it, you know, it, it makes sense because I remember, right, there was someone I knew who had, who had a sneaky link and she had come back and this guy had bought her wine and he had bought her pizza and she was so amazed. And I could not understand it. Mm. I was there, I'm like, huh? He's fed you. So, like, that's the bare minimum. Yeah. It's like, oh, he got me what? I'm like, huh? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me because I'm like, that's the bare minimum. He's supposed to feed you. Mm. He's supposed to do such He's things. doing what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Actually, you're quite right. That point was very, that like, that's a very important point. If we start raising the standard for people who we are having casual relationships with, and I think that comes into everything. Because if you think a casual relationship is absorbed of basic human decency, then it means that all your other relationships will suffer with your family, with your friends, and in your, you know, relationship, relationships. But if we raise the standards for all our relationships, then it means that when you finally find the person or people, depending on whether you want to be polyamorous, monogamous, whatever, then those people will always have to treat you with respect and if they don't, then you just move on and find somebody else. That's true. And and the, that's just the thing, right? And the way I'm telling you, like, dealing with those men last year is what completely changed, like, this new sexual phase I'm in, mm-hmm. right? Because personally, I just realized, like, guys, I've had sex. I've had orgasms. And orgasms, right? Lucky you. But then I've also come to experience there's a very big difference where we just fucked and we fucked then what? I don't know how I can explain yeah. it. Like, quite right on my, like, oh, I, fa- I had sex here, I had mm. sex there. But now at the stage that I'm at, I want it to be something that I can... I, I like the idea of remembering sex, right? Mm-hmm. 
I want to remember almost everything that happened and I don't want to remember it in a bad way. Yeah. Right. So even if I'm having a one night stand, we had sex and the experience was so good for me. It has to be the entire experience. Mm-hmm. It just ha- doesn't have to be the fucking Yeah. Right? From the beginning to the end, yes. it has to be a full experience. It's, like it's yeah. not just, did I come or did we laugh? Did we have fun? But after did he ask? Did he order you an Uber and ask you to leave what like at three in the morning? Like, yeah, what did we talk about. Yeah, I think it's more, and it's not even, and that's just the thing, right? Where I've been until this very moment, I've been literally sitting down with myself, feeling like a fucking fraud because I'm like, now it feels like I'm moving away from like my typical thing of like casual sex. Mm. Like, I'm not saying I want to have sex in this inner relationship dynamic. But I want this. But now I've just realized I'm just redefining what casual sex means yes, for yeah, me. Yeah. And for me, the type of thing where I just come, you fuck me, and I leave. You don't treat me with any decency. That That is not sex for me. Yeah, that no, is not an experience yeah, I wish to It's not endure. one for me either. And I, I really, really beg to my ancestors that they do not try. The thing is, I also feel like because I've raised my standards on what my human relationships should be like, yeah. I don't think okay, sometimes you're deceived. You might, someone might have shown you a completely different side of them until when they have sex with you then they treat you badly. Um but I think before that point reaches, like think about the date I went on the other day. Yeah. Where he just did something no, that was, was oh, yeah, he was yeah. an asshole, yeah. And if I thought about the whole date, it was a really fun date, but something he did at the end really pissed me off that he'll never get a chance again. And if this was me, even just a year ago, I would have probably been like, oh, let me see him again so that I can... Yeah, it goes back to like, even our fucking our exes episode, mm-hmm. right? Even the people I fucked... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you laughing? Fucked again. <laughs> I think it's also even, like, I was talking to a friend, right? And I was telling her, like, it's okay for me to talk to them and even have sex with them because, to be very honest, as much as I can, if I remove the hurtful parts, Mm. there's always respect Respect, and decency and they were actually really good experiences. Yeah. Like, some of the things are very forgivable that I'm okay with. Yeah, there's some, people can hurt you, but it wasn't from a point of disrespect, Sure. There are things that people can do to you that didn't or were not initiated through a disrespectful um, action. So those are things that can be forgiven. But I feel like if we if we continue to allow small disrespect, and that is very pivotal in your sexual life. I'm telling you that for free. Girl. <laughs> Sorry. It's Technology. very pivotal. Huh? Technology fails me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very pivotal in having respect or mutual respect between you and the people that you're having sex with is a very, very, very important part in you having a great sexual experience. Sex is not just about penetration. It's not about giving head. It's not about this. It's the complete experience. experience. Yeah, and I think that's something I came to learn. Like, even things like, I don't know, I don't even do quickies anymore. Yeah. I don't do quickies anymore unless, no, I don't. I don't know. It's just, for what? Like, why did I do that? I won't come. It's only fun for you. Maybe if it's like in the heat of the mo- no, I'm not going to lie. I can't even remember the last time I did one. But yeah, I guess I guess what we've learned honestly is just redefining mm, what sex yeah. means for us. Like we've all moved from like very different phases, you know. Yeah. So it's like honestly, the only thing I let me not even lie. At this point, 
maybe it's because my mind is maddled. I don't I, I don't even have a differentiation of what this is what my boyfriend should do and this is what like maybe what my boyfriend should do is you know what I don't care. All I know is just just treat me right. Yeah. Oh and something else uh before we close off the episode that we had spoken when we were mm. thinking about this uh talking about uh this episode was things that you like currently don't necessarily have to be the things that you like forever That's and true. you can even take that you can take this episode as an illustration from the way we've talked about the different phases that we've been in what we liked when we were just catching bodies at that time it's what we felt was right yeah but at this time it doesn't feel right anymore and that's okay and i feel like people like to brand especially women they like to brand you because they want to keep benefiting off that so the guy that i was i i went on the date with when he before i had gone out on the date with him we had met out and he asked me and he said to me he's like i've been trying to call you up and you never answer my call you never answer my text i'm like because you text me at 2 a.m. He's like but that's just the person that I am. I'm like it's not the person that I am. Like you can't text me at 2 a.m. and think I'm leaving my house now. I don't do that anymore unless it's my friends and they want to go out to the club. But a man to text me at 2 a.m. and make me leave my house, I'm not leaving because what the fuck are you trying to say about me? Um also it's just inconvenient. Now you want me to get ready at that time. Uh, maybe I was sleeping. Also it means you don't consider like yeah, it means you don't you're not considerate of my time. Like you don't care what I'm doing. You just think I want to drop everything and leave. Maybe I'm just in my bed watching TikToks and it's fine. So I told him I'm like you can't hit me up at 2 a.m. and expect me to show up. He looks at me and he goes um I feel like you're giving me a higher standard than you did my friend. Now his friend was the second person I'd ever had a one night stand with. and he's like you're giving me a higher standard than you gave my friend and i looked at him and i was like completely different situations you can't expect that the person i was in 2019 is the person that i am now nor are you the same person he wanted to benefit of what he thought he could get from me because of what he i gave to his friend so he had already branded me as oh i can hit up at 2 a.m. and she'll come through don't allow yourself to be labeled that way like we're all thank you we're all allowed to change and redefine the things that we like like i never used to suck dick <laughs> and she never used to scream yeah or talk and i would bed. brand myself that way i was like i'm silent i'm this i'm that but i'm like why am i holding myself back from experiencing new things so if i feel like doing it then i'll do it yeah yeah and i feel like that's what makes sex a really great experience just allowing yourself to do things that you want to do in a safe way that's so true. we should just allow yourself sometimes you might say you never want to do something and then you find yourself doing it if you don't like it then just don't do it again and if you like it do it again until maybe you're tired of it yeah mm-hmm. and also like sex is a journey guys yeah like you're going to experience so many ups and downs and just like the one thing you shouldn't forget is common decency yeah like let people treat you right like be whatever like whatever relationship you have in exact same way we're taught to treat strangers properly yeah. right mm. like you're eating my vagina the least you can do is treat me yeah better. take me out to eat after or you know just do i don't know Keep for me vagina healthy yeah exactly and then have also some water for me someone ask what i dream mm. true and something else that i think is also really important is that you should not be scared to ask questions that have anything to do with your safety yeah so if you're in a casual relationship i feel like again going back to how we how men have defined what sex is you're not supposed to if it's casual you're not allowed to ask any questions you're not allowed to ask i ask questions i now know that i should ask questions because then you're opened up to 
a number of diseases. If someone is having unprotected sex with other people and with you, that means that they could infect you with something. Your sexual health is so important in your sexual liberation. Like you don't want, there's no stigma. Okay, there is stigma to STDs because of society. But what we're trying to do is Protect destroy yourself. them. Yeah, we're trying to destroy like, the stigma behind it so people it, yeah. are more open to yeah. um, showing that, you know, I have this problem, I have this going to hospital, taking medication, because it's not a shameful thing to have an STD. But at the end of the day, you should protect yourself. from. Like, it's just like getting a cold, just like getting COVID also. You should, yeah. And yeah. Also, even STDs have like more replications. Yes, yeah. Know? So always ask questions. Yeah. Be safe. It's better be safe than sorry. Than sorry, yeah. yeah. And I feel like informed consent is a really big thing. You have the right to ask people questions that you're having sex with to ensure that your sexual health... Your sexual health is extremely important um, and nobody should ever make you feel like you're asking for too much, um, that you're doing too much by asking questions that ensure that your body is safe. Like we need to, we need to be more cautious and mindful about the way we interact in casual relationships. Yeah, just to make sure. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it's a difficult conversation to have because you also don't want to know. Some people don't want to know. They'll be like, "Okay, it's casual," but I don't want to know if he's fucking someone else. Like, it's a good question to, to ask. ask. You need to know. And it's also a good thing because as much as you don't want your feelings to get hurt, at least you know where. You yeah, stand. you know where you stand, and you also know. Okay, if. Because I always say this. I say this to my friends. I say this. Let me, I'll, I'll take someone because I just realized I didn't ask if they're fucking anyone else. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I need to know. Yeah, find out. But I'm yeah. not having unprotected sex. So I'm assuming I should know. Yes, you case. should. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was I? Where was my train of thought going? I always say this to my friends and to my to my sister. If someone is having unprotected sex with you and you're not having sex with them alone, that means that they're having unprotected sex with other people. Yeah. And those people potentially could be having unprotected sex with other people. There are too many people fucking in this equation for you to, for you to not yeah, for you to not know or for for you to think that this person will bring you a clean dick. You never know. Not that having an STD means you have a dirty dick, but for lack of better words. So again, informed consent is very important. Your sexual health is very important. Just be safe. Be safe and also don't be scared of asserting yourself and asking the questions that make you feel like you're having a good sexual experience. We're not asking for a lot. It's actually not a lot. Men have gotten away with giving the bare minimum for a long time. I think we, again, as Anita said, we need to reinvent how we define sexual um, encounters. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, Yeah, we're just always going to embarrass ourselves and share the most elaborate stories we do it so you don't have to do it exactly and the fact that the majority of our listeners are actually young yeah they're younger than us like 16 to 23 Mm -hmm. and a lot of them aren't having sex Mm -hmm. some are having sex but they just don't have anyone to talk to yeah so i'm like i'm hoping for those who are you know who really want to get into sex know that there's a standard there's a standard yeah standard and you set the standard not the patriarchy yes, don't be out here saying how how can i have casual sex you define what casual sex exactly. is exactly and make sure it is not in that like don't don't try and be a cool girl because that's what we try yeah, to do that's actually it yeah so cool, yeah i don't care know? nonchalant i'm cold i don't yeah. whatever that's you he, basically acting like a mandem and then playing right into his trap 
Because exactly. ultimately, he still just wants to have sex with you. Yeah. And you'll still have sex with him. And later on, you'll realize that he manipulated you into it. That's very true. So, yeah. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. You know the vibes. <laughs> <laughs>